<laughs> my favorite TBS prank show. Hey, it's us. We're here. How Badcast. It's hey. the How Badcast podcast with me, your host, Mike Linden. Uh, with me, as always, co-host, Stephen Montenegro. That me. And with him and me, as usual, mm-hmm. it's Dan Linden. Hey, I want to get back to that uh, that reality show on TBS, <laughs> if I may. <laughs> oh, I mean, I we can the... do the intro first if you want. But... No, I think the I think the the phrase that I said was my favorite prank show on TBS happened uh, before we started recording, and now I don't remember what it was. Right, just prior to record. Yeah, Tur- what was that? Turkey knockers. Oh, oh turkey right. knockers. Yeah. Uh, that's an obvious reference to, um, using a turkey mm-hmm. when you don't want to hurt your knuckles Okay, while wrapping on a large wooden door in the middle of the night. <laughs> so you, okay. Is this a live turkey or is this like a turkey that's already been like cleaned and that's the prank. It seems know. like it would be more effective if it were like a frozen turkey. I was thinking frozen turkey, not live turkey, to be fair. <laughs> so you stuff your hand into a frozen turkey and then just wail yeah, on a so door? Yeah, so you don't hurt your knuckles. When that's, you're approaching <laughs> when you're approaching an old European manor. Okay. Yeah, but it was common uh, prior to the prior to the twentieth century. But that's the whole show? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's just a reference to one classic prank. Oh, so that's how like, they got their, their start. Yeah, that's just how they got the name of the show. Was the turkey knocker prank. So wait, is the yeah, prank... Yeah, they could have just, just as easily like, called it Flaming Poo Bag. Mm-hmm. Is the prank just ding-dong ditch, except you have safety material on your hands? Because you do it so I, often? I don't know. This happened before TV. Like, so, it's a very old prank. <laughs> so, so they we were... Only, we only have... Huh. Uh, uh, so we only have oral history to go by. Yeah. And I like that we're just like, we've just started the show by gaslighting the audience into <laughs> thinking that before frozen foods were even possible, people would take frozen turkeys, shove their, shove their fist up their butts and use them to hit doors. We really have done the audience a disservice by uh, truly making it uh, unthinkable that they didn't believe every word we were saying. I feel like we... Uh, no one's still listening. I mean, everybody's turned this off by now. <laughs> what are you talking about? That thing where the friends put the turkey on their heads? That was super popular. I, I have to imagine having your hand on one is just as funny. Wait, what? You know, when the friends put turkeys on their heads? Which friends? All of them. The friends. I, well, not all of them. I think it was just Monica and uh, Joey, maybe? Uh, no, I, no, I the think show Friends. No one calls them the friends. <laughs> They're the friends. What are you <laughs> talking the about? They're the friends. That's from the Friends show. What else would you refer to them as? Mike, I think you're misremembering. There was an in- that was like that was like the bold move in the later seasons where they're like, for an entire season, all of the friends will have turkeys on their heads. <laughs> They went through so many turkeys, though, with having to constantly change the expression of the smiley and frowny faces drawn on the turkeys. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they didn't just draw a smiley face on one side and a frowny face on the other side and spin it around. Well, because people would notice that, oh, I'm looking at a turkey's undercarriage. Now I'm looking at a turkey's overcarriage. What? I guess. Yeah, that would Continuity make sense, Continuity error, Dan. All right. And no one calls them the friends. Mm. You generally say the people from friends or use their names. Uh, I don't know that that's who has time to do that with how much we're talking about the friends. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like what I'm hearing is that Steven has just really gotten he's gotten too inundated in Los Angeles culture and is trying to rewrite Hollywood history. Like, but this is like me saying, like, "Hey, you remember that time the police accidentally lit a fire in their own precinct while fighting over a championship belt?" Like, no one describes the people from Brooklyn Nine Nine as the police. No, I well, mean certainly would, not anymore. <laughs> I mean that wouldn't make any sense though, because uh, that doesn't like refer specifically to the title of the show. You refer to the Brooklyn Nine Nine as the Brooklyn Nine Nine, the Ninety Nine Brooklyns. <laughs> yeah. No one does that. <laughs> Why not? 
The 99 Brooklyn's. Can we go back to gaslighting the audience instead of gaslighting me? <laughs> I mean, why can't we do both at once? It's- Feels like because I hate it. I oh. hate it here. Oh, you hate something that's being done on this podcast. Wow. I hate it here. Can't relate to that. Well, but you're a miserable dick. I'm full of joy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a well-known thing about my character. I'm full yeah. of joy. Yeah, there's definitely evidence to uh, back that that's, up. That's why when people refer to me, they refer to the happy friend. Mm. The happy bad. And that gets very confusing because then people just assume that you're the happiest of the cast members of Friends. Yes, I'm Phoebe. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Joey. Oh, no, I assume Joey's tortured. Really? You think I don't know, the, I don't think know that much about Friends. Dim Wittery is an act covering, feasting Phoebe? over his uh, tortured soul? Isn't Phoebe's like entire backstory that her mother killed herself and she was homeless? Yes. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dark things in uh, Phoebe's backstory. Well, then like her whole character is that like she's this like flighty goofball, but she's got all this dark trauma that she's. That's grim. Well. I told you, I didn't f- know that much about the, about the, sh- the characters <laughs> from the show Friends. I mean, you know, the friends, they had they had some interesting stories. I all I remember about Friends is what I learned when it was on between uh The Simpsons and something else in syndication at your house. <laughs> I don't even remember that period. I don't either. It, like when we were in high school, it was on between The Simpsons, it was on either before or right before or right after an hour long block of The Simpsons in syndication. So sometimes it was on at your house. Was there also a period where it was like The Simpsons, then something, then The Simpsons again? Yeah, oh, wow. they they did that with they did that with uh, both um, King of the Hill and Malcolm in the Middle for a while. This is all fascinating. A bad cast. 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 Ah. This is all fascinating. Uh, it's the How Bad Cast podcast. We've covered it once. Now we've gone, you know, a break to the theme song. Now we're back for more of the scintillating conversation about Ooh, how. Act two. Yeah, right? Mm. Mm. Mm, Got to start. Got to start with an early success. Right. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember that the syndication schedule like that specifically because I remember the like terrible zany voiced like the CW or the my whatever number uh, <laughs> like promo guy saying like it's the Simpsons then Malcolm in the middle then the Simpsons it's Malcolm in the middle in the middle. Oh boy, that's fun. I guess. That's positively <laughs> open. Excuse me? Yeah, it was definitely open. <laughs> um, we should clarify that Mike and I are like either both 40 or swiftly approaching 40. And the audience for Three Dudes Talking About Nothing podcast is like 13-year-olds. Um, so when we mention old promos from the UPN <laughs> network, that might be for no one. I'm not sure that's true. I think the Three Dudes Talking podcast is as old as we are, basically. And mm. uh, like uh, I, our audience is aging up with us. If you're, yeah. if you're younger than Dan, say, then you should be listening 52. to like two ladies talk about murders or uh, – or like, yeah, or like a uh, a breathy, whispering young woman describing roller skating. Okay, I'm on board. Or um, or any countless numbers of uh, uh, couples discussing the latest uh, the latest feuds between creator houses. Mm. Creator houses. Yeah, you not are you not familiar with these? No. What does that mean? like we're a bunch of like 14 to 21 year old kids all live in a mansion together and just make tiktoks and then <laughs> oh. like someone pays for the mansion and then uh if they make any money off their tiktoks that someone gets some of the money huh oh. and they beef sometimes between the houses 
and within the houses, of course, because it's basically the fucking real world. But right. like, but then sometimes it's like a real world versus road rules challenge. <laughs> Uh-huh. Basically, what I'm saying is the more things change, the more nothing has ever fucking changed since the beginning of capitalism. Right, 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 right. Or at least since the beginning of reality TV. I mean, before that, wasn't there just feudalism? Before, before reality, reality TV? TV? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Like, history's hard. We had feudalism, and then, you know, uh, uh, some Italians started reading ancient <laughs> Greek texts, and then they uh-huh. came up with uh, the real world. Wow. Well, I, I feel like, like you know, things like Montel Williams and Maury were, like, sort of the first reality TV. Yeah, right. Mike. Of course. But that was, like, a proto thing. It didn't... Uh... Yeah, like feudalism. Mm. Dude, it all checks out. So Montel Williams is feudalism? Is that... Am I reading this right? I think more of an allegory. Okay. It's more of an allegory for feudalism. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, why not? I'll accept that. <laughs> so, uh, it's been like and a now, month since... We, oh, we're still... Sorry, I... We paused enough that no. I thought we needed a new nope. subject. I, I was, yeah, I was literally just going to transition by saying, <laughs> and now we're here. Uh-huh. And so, uh, so, and now we're here. And it's been a month since, like, take it, Mike. Uh, <laughs> uh, the thing is getting all staticky. Oh, no. What? Huh? Oh, no. It was just Dan has too much bass in his trunk. Yeah, I was trying to give you a beat, but it's clearly just too much. Uh, yeah, too much of a woofer situation. This is what I'm going to miss uh, when uh, we start seeing people live and in person again. If you uh, can't, uh, you won't be able to shut down beatboxing by claiming that you think that it's a faulty signal anymore. Okay, I see. I see. <laughs> so you just don't want me to have fun on this podcast for fun. I mean, who said this was for fun? <laughs> we we do this for profit. We're at the late stage capitalism uh, uh, allegory of media. This is deadly this serious. Is about, this is about getting paid, Dan. We have no sponsors. You have no sponsors. All right. Wait, you guys have sponsors? Wait a minute. My my shirt is covered in logos of dish soap and fast food restaurants. Oh, so you just describe it in the audio. <laughs> yeah. I see how it I works. I paid because my shirt says Dawn and KFC and <laughs> let the chicken sandwich wars begin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, is that actually a slogan for someone or are you just like letting the audience decide which brands of chicken sandwiches are being pitted against each other? Or is other? that like a game plan? They're going to sabotage one of the chicken sandwich corporations by putting uh, uh, soap in their chicken sandwiches. And then it's no, like, no, no, no. oh, no, do you the, want the those soap gross the... soapy chicken sandwiches or do you want our delicious <laughs> non-soapy chicken sandwiches? The chicken sandwiches and the soap are separate things and merely a coincidence. What I was saying is let the chicken sandwich wars begin because right now mm-hmm. KFC and Popeyes are advertising their sandwich on my on my shirt. But right, I don't see nothing from Wendy's. I ain't seeing nothing from Arby's slash Carl's Jr. Mm. Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. Yeah, it's Hardee. Yep. I don't think Arby's <laughs> does a chicken sandwich. See, I don't even know which restaurant is which unless they're paying me. The chicken sandwich wars are nearly over. I mean, already? This is the, I mean, this is the final. Only two of them on the shirt. Oh. It's not too late to get back in there, Wendy's. Just for clarity's sake, Arby's definitely has a chicken sandwich, but it's probably thinly sliced chicken. No, there's a, there was a, uh, wait, oh, now I don't remember. I feel Is like McDonald's doing one too. Get at me, Mickey D's. I mean, they've I mean, always they had a chicken sandwich. Yeah. I don't know if they have a But I mean, like one. one of the ones that's like, that's supposed to be the same as Popeye's. That I don't know. I'm just saying, get at me, Mickey D's. <laughs> so if I'm to understand how tournaments work. You can come back in at any time for the final round. With the right amount of money, yeah. Okay. Late stage capitalism, so Dan. Is, oh, is right, the right, war, right, of course. Is the war for, like, how much space on your shirt each one is getting? Like, does, is question. it even connected to anything else? 
No, I mean, just whoever eventually pays me all of the shirt money. Oh, they wow. get say oh, theirs is. Yeah, I say theirs is the most delicious. Uh-huh. Via your shirt. Yeah, and then I read my shirt to people on this podcast. <laughs> oh, so so okay. the other effect of this is that our podcast becomes a Stephen Reads His Shirt podcast. Wow. Well, I mean, it doesn't take that long to read a shirt. I just do it several times. Has that been what you've been doing this whole time? It's just now you have chicken sandwich stuff on your shirt? Yeah. You write your material on your shirt every time? No, I mean, like, I work in the sponsors. It's product placement. Have you been working in the sponsors and I just haven't noticed? Yeah, it's very subtle, but I'm super good at it. And it actually makes me a more reliable and believable and trusted messenger. Hmm. Advertisers love me. I mean, I'm you're blowing my mind about the nature of our own show. You ever like see a TikTok and for some reason there's just like a Dr. Pepper sitting on the table in front of them while they shoot it? Like uh, people getting paid for that, Dan. Okay. I mean, the last TikTok I watched was a woman dealing with her mean emu. And then before that, I was watching a dude teach me how to thatch a roof. <laughs> what was, yeah, you remember the early... Why was the emu mean? Oh, it's was just it like... It's just mean. That's just like the personality of that emu, apparently. Like, she's got one who's It's my like, understanding that that's the personality of most emus. Well, yeah, she has one who, like, really likes her and is very chill. And then she has this other one, Karen, that is just like... A real bully. The bully emu's name is Karen? Correct. Ugh. <laughs> you remember the early days of TikTok when all people would do is just flip water bottles over and shit? No. It wasn't a coincidence that Poland Springs water bottles flipped over the best. Okay, I see. It's which all monetized, your, Dan. Which part of your shirt is that on? The back. Oh, because they're not paying you enough? I or mean... Is that, or is that the prime real estate? I, yeah, what's the best spot on the shirt? I guess I don't even understand how this market works. Oh, the front, near the bottom, facing upside down. I see. <laughs> so that it's easiest for me to read it on the podcast. Oh, of course. Okay, no, that makes sense. So the back of that the shirt is sense. definitely bad. Yeah, like, I, I I sidle in front of a mirror once or twice, like, before sure, we do sure, the show, sure. just to remind myself what's back there. Uh-huh. And I work it in, like, once or twice. Is it yeah. written backwards? It is. So you, So you have... Like an ambulance style. Uh. Yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a minimally lucrative market designed mostly for um, designed mostly for me to be able to read it and then uh, to catch the attention of people who are sitting in their cars while I walk away from them. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> are you writing on your own shirt, or do they tell you the font? Like, how does this work? Oh, I got a guy. I got a shirt guy. Oh, I see. What happens to the out-of-date yeah. shirts? Ooh, great question. <laughs> oh, I raffled them off for charity. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want that shirt? I have fans, Dan. But, like, it, without the context of the show, it's just like, you just look like some weird guy with an ad shirt. Uh, right? Yeah, to people that don't recognize me. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm trying to keep most of the space on the front, especially near the bottom for the chicken sandwich wars now. But I remain I remain pretty uh, loyal to Dawn, one of my early sponsors. Right. They're what they, really got this going. People knowing that like you could both you could both get stuck on dirt and grease off of a pan, and it was soft and sensitive enough to clean a, clean a baby duck, a living duck, not a not a cooked chicken breast. Yeah, you I said make that clear. baby. I said baby, Dan, and ducks don't have chicken breasts. <laughs> I, you know, just saying, like, you don't know. You don't know? I, I absolutely know. You don't know if your advertisers are actually using 100% chicken. You think they have they some sort of chimera some duck? duck in there. They could be throwing some duck in there. Chick duck chin. You think that there's like a live turducken? Yeah. That they used to knock on a door. And it's been caught in an oil spill. Yeah. I can say for a fact that not unlike some other brands, mm-hmm. Don only uses archival footage 
of marine wildlife covered in oil to clean them on their commercials. And they don't, like the other brands, dump oil on marine wildlife just to clean oh, them for no. commercials. Oh, no. Yeah, I always wondered about that. See, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty loyal to the sponsor, you guys. <laughs> that's this is what I'm talking about. This is now that's late stage capitalism right there. Got we gotta no, get more that, dirty ducks. <laughs> honestly, yeah, yes, dumping oil on ducks to prove that you can get oil off ducks. Very, it, that's not even late stage capitalism. That's just like super villain capitalism. <laughs> So capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like if you're cherry picking even the worst of a bad thing, sure. That's the one you go with. Right. That and that, like that and that model of car that Volkswagen made that uses less gas. Cause it's mostly powered by punching orphans. Oh no. Wait, do you punch the orphans while you're driving the car or do you have to like Look, it's charge proprietary. up? It's okay. proprietary. I haven't been in the factory or anything. I see. Because, yeah, like, now I'm... Okay, so here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing a car with, like, a little, like, a little wheel on it with some, like, uh, boxing gloves on sticks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as, you pro as you propel the car forward, it spins the boxing glove wheel. And then I guess, like, I don't know if the orphan is mounted to the car or if you just try to drive in an orphan-heavy neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's probably for for orphan heavy neighborhoods. That would be my speculation. Like I said, it's proprietary and I don't know much about it. I don't even know if you're punching the orphans or what. Right. Like people that buy Volkswagens don't have a conscience anyways. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it sounds like just, if they just gave us some shirt money, we'd maybe learn more about this. I can't. Oh, conflict of interest. The sound of the mechanics of this so far, may, like unless like the orphan punching is like like a braking system. I don't see how mm. this helps the car move. Excuse me? Like, I mean, because each, if it's like connected to, like, you're expending energy with each punch. Like, yeah. if that's helping you come to a stop, I guess I can understand, like, how it works in with the rest of the car. But if it's like part of the engine trying to make it go, I don't see how it works at all. Well, what if the orphans uh, output, uh, output more energy? What if the orphans are endothermic mm. after being punched think about it yeah <laughs> uh. do you even understand physics at all mike do you even understand the amazing green technology of the all-new chevy volt <laughs> i guess i don't but i did know that you know we're having difficulty with like uh silicon shortages and all that i guess uh, you have to find new ways of getting all this stuff done I mean, it seems like it seems sort of like a one step forward, two steps back. If your alternative uh, materials require you to be in an area full of a particular kind of child. Right. Because that child is eating so much food and that food is being produced uh, with gasoline uh, chugging methods. So are you really yeah, getting and, anything done that way? Right. An orphan, an orphan farts. farmers drink so much gas. Right. Yeah, it's it's just not necessary. Like, I get they want to show how hard they are, because, like, you know, that's just the farmer culture is to show how hard Buy you my are. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's weird that they wouldn't be doing like that corn based ethanol. They're just drinking straight gasoline. What are they doing? Yeah, like they have the corn already. Yeah. Just take yeah. your garbage corn. And that ethanol is basically moonshine. Ugh. See, this is why we are losing the 21st century to China or whatever it is. The Stupid is. puritanical farmers always drinking gasoline. <laughs> yeah. See, this is why we got to get big oil out of out of our, um, uh, you know, their hands are in the pockets of those clowns. In Congress, and they, uh, somebody help me out here. Somebody. <laughs> well, we know where Rush Limbaugh's soul didn't go when he died. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, God. I so badly now want to make a feature length animated series called Lil Limbaugh, where okay, Rush I'm Limbaugh's listening. soul just goes into the nearest baby. Oh, wow. And the baby just becomes a hate, a hateful 
baby radio show host. Is it, so the baby gets a radio show or the baby already has a radio show? I think the baby just thinks it like thinks he's hosting a radio show all on Muppet Babies. Mm. So is it kind of like uh, that? What is it? That Denzel Washington movie Fallen or whatever? But it's Rush Limbaugh's what? spirit going into whatever is nearest when he has to uh, abandon his body and it happens to be a baby. What the fuck are you talking about? There's that about? movie where there's like a demon that like keeps uh, traveling into other things. I don't know. Laura loves it. I haven't actually seen it. Oh. I'm Mike's wife. Thank you. Jesus. I thought you, I thought you were talking about that movie where like Sidney Poitier is like reincarnated as an old white man. <laughs> or that movie where Chris Rock is reincarnated as an old white man. Yeah. Nope. So there's a movie where Jamie Foxx... No, not Jamie Foxx. What did you say? Denzel Washington. <laughs> Thank you. He's Keep like up. fighting a demon, and the demon keeps jumping into different people's bodies when he uh, gets it out of one or something like that. I don't know enough okay. about this. I was hoping one of you would know. I assumed this was one of those movies that everyone saw except me. You are terrible. What am this. I doing? Like, would we even know? Like, <laughs> if we'd seen it, like, based on your description? Um, yes. I said the name of the movie, and I got it right, apparently. Okay. Well, you didn't... What? Say Fallen. it again. Say the name of the movie again. Fallen. It's called yes. Fallen. Are you sure? I just looked it up. Donald Sutherland's in it. Ooh, John Goodman. Is Reprising Denzel his Washington role even is. in it? Denzel Washington <laughs> yeah, is okay. in it, but he wasn't a surprise, so I didn't uh, bring that up again. Okay. Yeah. But why did John Goodman reprise his role as Fred Flintstone for the movie? <laughs> oh, man, now I'm interested. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, like, the demon is suddenly, the demon is suddenly using a woolly mammoth to shower. It doesn't. So is Denzel Washington the demon? No, he's fighting the demon. What are you talking? I just said that. I don't know, man. He's the main character. Yeah, I, I, Homicide detective John Hobbs. Oh, of course. Ooh, does he team up with Jason Statham? <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> and then make out with Jason Statham's sister? Huh. Was that... Isn't that, that isn't part that, of it? Isn't that where they left? I don't that? remember. Yeah, I I just watched it, but I was pretty drunk by the end. Oh well, it's not very good. I've heard that. Like it's not even like it's not even like in a bad way good. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Like I, it was it was like really disappointing because it like it should be the best. Right. I guess that's what happens when you forget about family. Yep, that's, that's true. That's exactly what it is. You forget yeah. about family. You... No one at no point in time did either The Rock or Jason Statham have unlimited soup and breadsticks. Wow. Wow. Exactly. I mean, like, just, just spitting in the face of the franchise that brought you to such heights. Uh, or possibly it's just a crossover sponsor. Get to the Olive Garden as fast as you can. And then furiously eat those breadsticks. Unlimited soup and breadsticks. Because at the Olive Garden, even if you're, even if there's nine of you, you're family. Oh, my God. Uh, did, did you write all of that on your shirt? <laughs> yeah, it's on the side. Oh, shit. That's, so why, like, that's why you I, hesitate I for a little I bit. I missed some words. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think there was some, some crimples. Some what? Crimples, you know, like, like it gets folded over and then like squishy. I gotta say, like, I'm not sure that I would give Dan unlimited soup and breadsticks. Me? Yeah. Why? I'm I'm not saying it like because your yeah, family. I'm not saying like, it's like something personal towards you. I'm saying like even you, who is family. I'm. I don't know that yeah. I have the the capacity to do such a thing. Wow. Well, see, here's the here's the wow. thing. Wow, is it's not actually unlimited. That's a that's a trick for your what? brain. What they only need to have as much soup and breadsticks around as they think you could possibly eat. Mm hmm. So you're saying you ever think that about if I that trick, Dan? Then he'll think that I'm a great brother, but in reality, 
I only bought a very limited supply of soup and breadsticks. <laughs> yep. I mean, late stage capitalism. Dang, you I don't. What, I didn't me? even have that much super breadsticks. I don't have infinite yeah, soup why, or infinite breadsticks. I okay, can't believe you no. fell for How are you that? falling for this? Why are you? Why am I the idiot when you're the one that's arbitrarily decided that like my the way that I measure your worth as a sibling is how much soup and breadsticks you have? Because Olive Garden me. told me that's how uh, that's how you measure family. Okay, first of all, we are zero percent Italian, as far as I know. That's probably true. So. That has, so you know, is the Olive Garden. <laughs> is that on your shirt too? <laughs> no, it's just they didn't pay me to not rag on them unless I was talking about Fast and Furious movies oh, as well. Right. They should have checked that contract. They they really didn't pay attention, mm-hmm. like, which is why I was able to just give away their trick and their secret. Because notice that the Olive Garden has never run an ad campaign that's like, no, seriously, sit here and eat breadsticks until the heat death of the universe because they don't really mean it. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so we're not Italian, but uh, okay, so I only need to have just enough lye-soaked fish <laughs> to trick Dan <laughs> into thinking that I have infinite an infinite supply for him. You could just take, you could probably just show me like a little bit and you could be like, oh, I've got so much of this, bro. And I just take your word for it because I wouldn't need to eat that much of it. That's the genius of Norwegian culture. They just create a food nice. that no one would want any of. <laughs> and then they can give the illusion of being in plent- having yeah. it in plent- of plenty. Yeah. Sort of like the Olive Garden? Oh, ah! All right, we did it. We did it. You can rip yeah, them off your shirt now. Yep. <laughs> your, uh, your traditional ethnic cuisine is not great. I mean, I think we have like some decent... like carbs intentionally flavorless unleavened bread <laughs> i'm not that but like i don't know there's got to be at least one like oh we fr- we take a ball of dough and we sprinkle it with a little bit of sugar just a little normal <laughs> coffee that someone crushes eggshells into for some reason is that what? a thing i think so or is that a swedish thing oh wow i don't know are you I- basing it on something that's available at ikea Mm. No, I'm. It, it's a thing that I know about from Minnesotans generally. Is it's it, called like eggshell coffee or egg, something. Egg and cafe. <laughs> Probably. Right? Sure. Sure. I'm looking it up. You guys <laughs> keep listing cuisines. Okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. Uh, or parts of your cuisine. I think I I think I've uh, already hit the bottom of the barrel on my knowledge of our cuisine. I know turkey, lobster, sweet potato pie, <laughs> pancakes piled up. Okay, that's enough, that's enough. Sky. We don't want to get demonetized <laughs> if we ever put this on YouTube, which we won't. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh Yeah, you just put eggs in your coffee. You just put eggshells in your coffee. What does that like, do? How, Is it better than butter? It's a Scandinavian thing. No, it, like you brew eggshells in your coffee. Oh, like I don't know if the eggshells end up in the final product. Okay, see, so, yeah, I thought you. I pictured like you're already pouring the coffee out and then mixing it with eggshell. Yeah, so that's what they make it sound like when they say eggshell coffee. Yeah, but, they do. They got to work on their I branding. Think, yeah, but I think it's more you just crumble some eggshells into your coffee grounds or something. Why? No one knows why. It's Scandinavian. Well, hmm. I mean, the internet says the answer, the answer it's is because they have alkaline properties, which can offset the acidity of certain types of coffees. Huh? Yeah, well, I didn't click on any of the links in Google. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like if you have like a tummy problem, you stick eggshells in your coffee. Yeah, it might, I don't get uh, it. it might help your heart. But, like, I, hmm. but like, don't you want don't you want coffee like brewing as you're cooking like the rest of your breakfast. So are these like yesterday's eggshells? I don't know. I have so many questions. Name one of them. Why? Why are you doing this? And use an inflection at the end so we know it's a question. (laughs) Oh. Why are we doing this? Why are eggs going? I already answered that one. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't believe Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I didn't either. It seems like a really dumb way to do that. Just get less acidic coffee. I mean, they probably can't because they're 
stuck in. It's like, oh, the winter months have come. And the uh, yeah, seas I, have frozen over. All the civets are constipated. I assume all their civets are constipated. There's no way there are any civets living there. <laughs> come on. Don't be ridiculous. I assume that the answer to why anything from Scandinavia is, oh, because it's dark. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> they just got dark and bored, or they got dark and confused and thought they were putting coffee grounds. Or in- dark and sad. Oh, so they 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 accidentally, like, they were cracking eggs, and then some eggshell got in their coffee, and then they just sighed deeply, like, whatever. Yeah, they're just fatalistic about it. Just made the coffee anyways. I could see oh, that. Oh, man. They should make a Scandinavian Fast and Furious movie called The Fatalism of the Furious. And they just sit around and go, oh, God, this guy's going to destroy the world, isn't he? <laughs> I love it. Honestly. But his family wearing cozy sweaters near a fire. Honestly, if they um, if they added, uh, uh, what's his name? Spence like 11 Sarsgaard. Sven Skarsgård, the old one. Kierkegaard Skarsgård? I assume he's the oldest one. Wow, the elder of the family. Stens, Stennis, Stannis, Skarsgård, Sven. Is it Sven? I, I don't know no what you're knows. talking about. I, he's the old one. You're he's just the one. making Swedish chef sounds. What does he do? <laughs> he's an actor, but he's the one that birthed all the younger, hotter ones. Scars to scars to guard. Oh my god! You're just sitting around mumbling like the Swedish chef. He was in uh, the. He was. I don't know. He's in like the Chernobyls. He's in some Marvel movies. And what was that chef even cooking? Just eggs and coffee and like fish made out of soap. The Swedish chef. Yeah, I feel like he usually had like at least one leafy green that he hit really hard that bounced off the table. Is there a difference between food in Norway and food in Sweden? It's got to be at least something, Probably right? something subtle that is very important to them. Stellan? Stellan Skarsgård? Yes, thank you. His middle name is John. Anyway. <laughs> what? Really? Ugh. Are you sure it's not no, Jon? that seems very likely, but still. I mean, props to him for not changing it to John when he moved into American movies. John Scar. John Scar is old Swedish man in this movie. In a movie ironically called John Scar, but starring Tom Cruise as a titular (laughs) character. Oh, man. He changed his name to try to land the part, and then they only gave him, uh, yeah. Weirdly, it was just a coincidence. Oh, weird. Wow, what a story. Yeah, so that's what I know about Sweden too. I, yeah, I, I feel like we didn't, we were never enough of a Scandinavian heritage family to even know enough to even have an inkling of what the subtle differences would be. So, is your family just like Norwegian, or is your family like Norwegian and Swedish and Finnish or Laplanders or something? Um, I mean, our grandpa only ever talked about the Norwegian connection. Uh, okay. I mean, that's all that counts, right? I'm not asking for your 23 and me here. As far, I mean, as far as the American immigration system is concerned, I believe our paternal line is Norwegian. Yes. Yeah. But I just assume that everybody that's like everybody in Minnesota, that's like, you know, all super Scandinavian is like. Both Norwegian and Swedish. Yeah, it's you don't like, see so many Finns. No, where are the Finns? I mean, they're further I mean, is away. Is it possible it's that harder. Finland is? So yeah, they just—they didn't come this far west. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, is it possible that that Finland's just awesome, so they stayed there? Ooh, maybe, maybe they were like sitting pretty this whole time. Or like Russia didn't let them leave. Like the mm. czar's, like, no, you stay here. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe Russia was like. A, a few decades from now, we are going to have a global, globe-defining cultural standoff with them, and we need to keep some of the Scandinavians on our side. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I don't know. I 
maybe they just maybe they're just not as uh maybe they're just more humble maybe there's plenty of fins here and they are just keep it quiet yeah they're just not super showy about it <laughs> yeah like they're just like oh god let them have this right unlike the notoriously yeah, outgoing uh norwegians and swedes <laughs> yeah. i mean we put up flags <laughs> we that's we true make, we like make those weird cakes you're constantly yelling, ah, we invented that type of skiing. No, not the good one. The one that's more work than just walking. <laughs> you have to earn your fun. Yeah, like er, you have to earn your despair. <laughs> yeah. Get, get your heart rate up and then feel the joy of a two foot drop once you go over a, a berm in the forest. When was the last time any of you yeah, did that? It, yeah. Cross country skiing? Oh man, so long. I got turned off by skiing when uh it when was Sunny Bono always died. a <laughs> No. Um Wait, did he die in a skiing I related so. way? Yeah, but I thought he was like downhill. Yes. Aren't all the famous ski deaths downhill skiing? None of them are. Are there <laughs> other famous ski deaths? Yes, one of the Kennedys like got fucked up on a ski and There's got to be a f- no, he's just, he's not actually dead. He's just waiting to come back and expose the child molesters. Oh, right. Is that the one? I couldn't remember. I was like, I, I know. Don't know. I think, I think he, that one actually died in a plane crash. Okay. There's yeah. got to be somebody that like, I mean, twisted their ankle on a cross country ski and then uh, a bear got them or something. Wow. Or like they accidentally used the wrong course and wandered in front of the guys shooting on the tiny rifles. Although I guess oh, bears no. are less of a problem in the winter. Yeah, yeah, when they're, they're sleeping all the time. You're sleeping. Um, yeah, so to answer your initial question, Mike, uh, once in the year of our Lord, 1991, mm. I said, fine, I'll see how it works. <laughs> Move one leg forward, then the other one went, nope, this is dumb, and then just walked the rest of the way. <laughs> ah, I enjoyed it. I haven't done it in a long time. I got, uh, my... It's always a coin toss, since I don't own skis, whether I can actually fit my giant Sasquatch feet into the uh, equipment that any place has to offer when it comes to winter sports. Do they not have like, do they not have like special boots that like, like grownups wear for cross country skiing? I mean, maybe they do now. It's been years. Maybe now they have more flexible things. Yeah, all I've ever seen is like, hey, here's like, basically, we pulled this off of an old ship and uh, now tie your foot to it, asshole. Uh I feel like you don't need as much uh, like boot enforced stability when you're going mostly straight. That's true. So what I'm hearing is that I should go to the cross-country uh-huh. ski people and just say, hook them up, and yeah. we'll just see what happens. Okay. Yeah, Have, why not? Are there cross-country ski people? Is that a thing where you can go to? Oh, yeah. I mean, there is a uh, – they just redid the something over at Theo <laughs> Worth Park, the local something. reference. They, I don't know. They, like, made a new – thing because they were going to have some giant ski event here and then the world what shut down. genre of Try our thing new. are you talking about are you talking about like, like ski pads are you talking about like a lodge what are you talking about the whole shebang the whole try thing our new, try our new something supreme burger only at the something <laughs> yeah I don't know go drive by it the next time you go to our dad's house and you'll be like, oh yeah, there's a new thing. They built a yes, new thing. Yes, listeners, next time you go to Mike and Dan's dad's <laughs> I'm not talking to the listeners anymore. I'm done with the listeners. I'm talking to my brother who betrayed me by not having enough breadsticks and soup. But he had all of the soap-ridden fish that you could eat. Yeah, so, so he claims. How much did you want to eat? None. See? Well, it. All right. Have your good brother. I, I Mike. think so. I've Okay. What? We established that earlier in the show. How great I am. Oh. Not like that lesser brother, Dan. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you haven't even uh, Dan, you have you offered, offered me infinite anything? Offered, like soapy fish? Uh, okay. I uh I don't know. Do you want some flour? I mean Is are, are we just is it just going to be flour 
just itself on its own. Just raw flour. I mean, I guess yeah. I can do stuff with that. I mean, if you mix it with just a tiny amount of water, isn't that left side? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe. <laughs> I actually don't remember. Uh, because if there was one thing that we traditionally embraced as Scandinavians, it was that the women learn the cultural foods. Well, I mean, a small subset of oh, women yeah. anyway. Women are the keepers of the culture. Yes. Just like one aunt. That is exactly Basically, what happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's always like one aunt. Uh, yeah. But then that, wait, do you guys, do you guys say I aunt think, or aunt? Ooh, I say. It depends. Am I talking about the thing in general or am I talking about a specific. If it's if it's one of my specific aunts, it's aunt. If I'm talking about the thing in general, it's aunt. Because I later, oh, I okay, later so learned say, to say aunt. But I haven't adjusted it if yes. I'm actually talking to the person. So you would say, I have seven aunts. This is my aunt yeah, Esmeralda. that's basically how it goes. Oh, my God. What? What's wrong with you? Nothing. You're blowing why, my why mind. Why do you do it? I, I don't know. <laughs> now I don't know. <laughs> I think I say aunt exclusively. That makes sense. Is that, is that, is that regional? I myself. It's got to be It's regional, at least right? regional to our house. <laughs> okay I, that, mean, I mean i guess in that respect all things are regional yeah, you could say that about anything well that's not necessarily true uh okay us breathing is not regional to our house like everybody breathes i meant like i meant like words you fucking pedant <laughs> you started it you started it dean did you pronounce that word wrong on purpose no that's a regional pronunciation I what do you say, pedant? <laughs> pedant? I say pedant. Well, I say pedant, so suck Tomato. It. Pedant. <laughs> what? I say sabotage. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, that's fun. <laughs> I mean, that feels like that should be right, right? Like, there's no reason that the A's in that word should be pronounced differently. Yeah. Yeah. It should either be sabotage or sabotage. Ooh, sabotage. <laughs> That's fun to say. <laughs> I'm telling all y'all, it's sabotage. I do want that time. Beastie Boys song re-recorded. Oh my, it's a mirage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is recording it in this? Who is Me! This? Oh, it's just you? This, I mean, it sounds like one of your uh, musical persona. Oh, you you want rock money enough to re-record? I mean, sabotage? I don't know. That doesn't sound like properly. I don't know if that sounds like rock money enough. This could be like a whole new uh, market for you. I, yeah, I, I kind of want to like. I kind of want to like friendly. It's not it up terribly too. far mm -hmm. away from your uh, uh, grandpa Munster paper warehouse Dracula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to. I want to family friendly it up too. So uh, it's sabotage that's covered by MC Paper Warehouse. <laughs> yeah, okay. that seems right. Great. But like it's for the children. Of course. Instead of like angry, angrily yelling wah at the beginning, I'm going to go, yay! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I can't. Sense. I can't wait for the uh, for us to open up again enough that uh, you can start doing children's parties. Yeah, this is very exciting to me. I think this is going to go great. I mean, definitely save some room on your shirt for your own business here. Because you're going to blow up. Well, all right. I can plug that for free. What do you? What piece of clothing do you put that on then? Oh, I just remember it. I, oh. I mean, if I if I spend uh, if I spend a whole bunch of time recording a kid friendly album of songs like Sabotage, mm -hmm. like like I'm probably going to remember I did it. Probably okay. okay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Does the I guess the instrumental is basically the same or Oh no, like okay. instead of the like instead of the like bass hits along with the uh along with the bass drum hits, you know, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. dun dun part, I'm yep. going to I'm going to get like a car horn or like a bike horn. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Hey, we're back. Hey. So that's so that's what my album will be. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we had some technical difficulties. Yep, but we're and, back. But we're back now. And better than ever. We stayed positive the strong. entire time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We never gave up, just like um, someone who historically never gives up. Like that one <laughs> college basketball coach that had cancer. Sure. I think there's a college basketball coach that started a thing called the Don't Give Up Foundation or something. Okay. Oh, that's straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty it was pretty straightforward. Or maybe it was the his name foundation and their motto was don't give up. Mm. Sure. But it was something about how not giving up was good when cancer was involved. Maybe they were called the Don't Give Up Foundation and their motto was his name, just to switch it up. Oh, that's fun. Here at the here at the Don't Give Up Foundation, we like to say, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was that on your shirt? Oh, I like, it's it's on the side, but I like to make sure that I read it once or twice because I give a few of them away for free, right? It's oh, charity. Yep, 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 yep. Makes sense. Like, let's see if I can read the other side of the shirt. Don't forget to pour a cool... Tall UNICEF. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> mm, UNICEF <Yeah>. charity. Oh, <laughs> I'm uh, responsible. You can respect me and not think that I'm a bad actor. I do. I do charity, but mostly I just yell charity so I get credit for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to do it. It's important yeah, just- for people to know that you're great because charity. Right. Yeah, we, I really want to see more, you know, I'd love to see more high profile celebrities just walking out into the streets shouting charity. So I know that they're one of the good ones. Yeah, I mean, if instead of singing, like instead of, you know, making a montage of celebrities that were all hiding in their mansions, singing us a song at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. if they'd all just yell charity all at once. Yeah, out their windows. Yeah. yeah. If they were just the, running around, Billy on the streeting people with the word charity. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. staying the hell away from them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this pandemic would have been over in weeks. Yeah. Thanks a lot, celebrities that aren't me. <laughs> yeah, geez. Learned how to celeb already. Yeah. Uh, oh, and just so everyone is... Uh, Calm. How is everyone progressing on the vaccination schedule? I will be getting my second dose tomorrow. I'm on, I'm on Wednesday. I'm on the 13th. <laughs> Way to be last, lasty. Whatever. Yeah, lasto. Yeah, but I didn't have to even try. I just got a sweet text message from the county, baby. I got those text messages as well. As soon as I had already scheduled something through trying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was supposed to get mine. I was supposed to get my second dose this past Wednesday, but uh, logistical challenges got in the way. So now the coming Wednesday. Were the logistical challenges that they didn't want you there? <laughs> yeah. It was like they were like I showed up and I'm like, second dose, please. And they're like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Right, And I said, well, tell them that they should fork over the cash or their chicken sandwich sucks. Oh, I see. So you've been using the vaccination uh, to work on your shirt business. I mean, it's all about the shirt business. That's right. the hustle, Dan. I get you got to re- rise and grind. This is why you have no sponsors. Listen, I, I, res- I see the hustle and I respect the hustle. All I'm saying, Dan, is that if you're tired of being poor, simply choose not to be poor any longer. Right. I mean, that is the American way, and I appreciate your patriotism. Yeah. My patriotism, (laughs) my grind, my hard work, the $1.2 million loan I got from my father, all of these these (laughs) things add up to one thing. I work hard, so I'm better. Yeah. Look, if there's one thing we know about hustling... Is that first? You got to hustle your way to a nice inheritance. Yeah, rise and grind out that inheritance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ooh, really sounds like I'm telling you to like 
<laughs> throw your grandparents in a wood chipper. And no, I'm not. no, come on. No, who? What kind of monster would interpret it that way? Or like a human-sized meat grinder a la Pink Floyd's The Wall. I'm not Ooh. telling anybody to do that. Oh, boy. Is I'm not just telling saying, anybody to watch The Wall? Uh, I'm just saying, get that paper. Yeah, get that paper and then use it to rent The Wall on... <laughs> Your local streaming Laserdisc. service, Laserdisc, rentalshop.com. Yeah, they prepaid for several decades worth of advertising. <laughs> so you have to put that on every shirt. Like even Laserdisc. When you have to... I got to say twice. <laughs> oh, of course. Because it's on the front and the back of your shirt. So do you yeah. just get Laserdisc printed on each shirt? And then when you have to replace one, you don't have to add Laserdisc back? Yeah, the like the shirts that are... The shirts that are getting printed on, that I'm getting printed on, were made with the words Laserdisc and the word Dawn on them. Nice. That's really smart. It's like a, it's like a template or a blank. Listen, I know I said I respected your hustle before, but now I really mean it. Yeah, it's an efficiency, really. Mm-hmm. Do you get your shirts for free or do you make sure to rip the tag off so that you don't accidentally, <laughs> uh, spawn, accidentally say their name? Oh, well, I used to, but uh, they stopped making the kind that I like, so that deal ended. And we're we're in talks for a. I'm in talks with Haynes for a new custom line. Sure, 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 uh, sure. But we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Like I, I don't know. I could, I could stay a shirt free agent for a little while. Wow, not shirt. I mean, shirt free. Not that you're not wearing a shirt, because of course you are. Oh man, I have a new idea for a totally meta shirt that everyone's gonna want. Where okay. you like. Print the tagless tag directly on the front of the shirt instead of where the tag goes. What? Like you just have a big version of the like tag printed on the shirt. The whole shirt is the tag <laughs> telling you the washing instructions and all that shit. Uh, sure, yeah. Who's yeah, not going to want that? I mean. There's not room for the chicken sandwich wars. This is beyond chicken sandwich, baby. Yeah, now, now, we're, beyond- now we're merchandising. Beyond only makes a delicious burger-like pea protein. They don't make oh, a chicken right. sandwich. How come? Uh, I assume that their handsomest food scientists are hard at work developing the ultimate Beyond <laughs> chicken sandwich. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope that the fake meat that I'm eating was made by handsome people. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I am gluten-free, non-GMO, no uggo. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get corn on that shirt? You get a corn sponsorship? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not so much gluten free because I think both Beyond and Corn are made exclusively of gluten. But. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Corn, the greatest fungal chicken that you can get. It is. It is amazing. This one. This one's for free. This one's not on the shirt. <laughs> Wait, is it is it the, fungal or is it gluten? It, it's fungal, actually. I, okay. Um. But uh. But yeah, it's made out of like a corn fungus or a fungus that grows on corn. But like, man, those loaves that they sell for like as like you, a turkey wait, dinner as like a you can get a corn loaf. Yeah, it's called like a roast. But like those things, like. As like a turkey replacement, those things are amazing. Interesting. I've never had a loaf. I've only had the patties. Oh yeah, get you get you a loaf, and then you got to cook it. You know what? I'll put I'll put the recipe up on uh, up on our Facebook page. Mike, print it on a shirt. Take a picture of it and put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, good point. You could be stuffing your pot pies with corn loaf, Mike. Yeah, like like. What you want to do is you want to combine like uh, basically a butt ton of spices and then some butter. Sure. sure. You can use oil too, like if you want a lower fat uh, thing into one of those roasting bags that yeah. like, you know, you normally would like roast a chicken in in your oven and yeah. seal it up and roast it in there with some with, with some potatoes and some carrots, celery and onions in there with like a butt ton of different spices. And uh, and then you pull it out of there, pop it onto like a pie plate or something like that, like leave it in the broiler like – Right underneath the broiler, roll it two or three times for like two minutes aside. Perfect. How many tablespoons would you say are in a butt ton uh, of spices? Yeah, um, it would depends upon it depends on the size of the butt, really. So, mm. like in this instance, since it's like much smaller than a turkey, like three or four. Sure, three or four tablespoons. That's it. 
Do you have any idea how much three or four tablespoons of spices is? Spices, Mike. Spices. I <clears throat> I feel like the, I, I don't understand. You put uh, four tablespoons of like garlic powder on something. You're eating garlic. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, garlic powder is pretty good, though, so probably wouldn't be too bad. I mean, I just use garlic. It ends up with a nice sweeter flavor and fancy Los Angelino with his fresh garlic. Hey, it just occurred to me. My potted pies did start coming out with the fake chicken version. <sighs> Michael. Who nice. made those? I got to go check on the potted pies that I bought that are fake chicken. Hang on a second. You're I gotta doing it right now? I got to figure out if they're beyond, if there's some sort of beyond chicken. This would be breaking news. Oh, my God. We could have just ended the show. No, nope, keep talking look- amongst yourselves. I have to look at my pot pie. God damn it. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, boy. So. So he's what we assume he is wandering to the freezer to check out the. I guess. Um, like, what do you think he's weird... checking every single one? Uh, maybe. <laughs> like, do, you, do you think he's looking at every single pot pie he has? Oh boy, this is a mess. Yeah, like why? Why is this an important thing to do right now? Is all I'm I saying. I mean, his values are different from our values. That's true. He does have very weird values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sounds like he's on his way back. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So don't don't tell us. I'm gonna guess that it's Gardein that makes the that makes the vegetarian proteins in the pot pies. Dan, what's your uh, guess? I'm gonna guess Monsanto. <laughs> I mean, they're well, all Monsanto. <laughs> Dan loses. Stephen wins. It's Gardein. Wow! Hell yeah! And I am currently doing I'm, the podcast while holding a pot pie the way it should have been from the beginning. <laughs> A cooked pot pie? Like, you able to eat it? No, it's frozen and still in the box. Okay. But, like, just in terms of branding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm now holding it onto my shirt as though it were a sponsor. Yeah, or like a tag. So, who made the pot pie? Uh, Marie Callender's. What are we doing? What is all this free publication? Plant-based chicken. They removed the E to indicate that it's not actually chicken. The E stands for meat. That makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, what the E stands for we can't legally call this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah, Marie Callender's, um So it, it, here's a fun thing. Do you guys know that Marie Callender's is a chain of restaurants? Yeah. I did become aware of that uh, post facto, yes. Okay, but you you did initially believe it to just be a place that or a brand that sold pot pies. Uh, yes. yes. And I got to be honest, I'm not sure if it's still a chain of restaurants. The the two that I used to go to uh, have long since closed. I see. So they they leveraged. Okay, which which went? Do they leverage their restaurant into a frozen foods empire or do they leverage their frozen foods empire into a restaurant? You got to imagine they realized that their resources were better spent pumped into more pot pies to go into my stupid face. (laughs) And that's definitely how they worded it. Because because Mike didn't doesn't live anywhere near Marie Callender's. Right, right, right. I don't think I don't think there's any there. Yeah, I don't think Uh, so. Yeah, I don't think so. We're not even sure there's any anywhere at this point. That's true. It was a pretty solid restaurant. Like, like it's better than Perkins. Okay, is this on your shirt? Hold on. I feel like we're really <laughs> breaking the whole system down here. No, I, I mean, I have a life, Dan. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. There's one just a couple of miles from me. Oh, shit. Go there uh, now. Getting, like them fresh, uh, getting them fresh pot pies. Them fresh yeah. pee Those fresh pot pies. Didn't Go like there the way now. that I started to say it the second time. <laughs> Go there now, but leave the recording on, and we'll just wait here, since that's apparently how this show works now, <laughs> is we wait while people get pot pies. This was a valuable thing. Plus, Ugh. now there's a cool Easter egg for me when I uh, edit the recording. Mm-hmm. A pot I hope pie? you guys just talked about how great I was while I was gone. Uh, no, I think we, we basically said, why isn't Mike here several times? We <laughs> talked about how something you are, I think. Cool. I look forward to it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, does anyone have anything that they want to talk about? 
at the end of the show here now where we are. Anyone uh, have something life-changing that happened to them over the month since the last time we did this? Have something that they want people to know about? You know that no one has had anything to hap- happen to them and that no one has the ability to want anything anymore, right? You have yeah, some we- deep philosophical insight. Now no you one realize- knows how to live. All Just right. get, get over yourself, Mike. Fine. Fine. Well, nothing's happening, ever. That's right. If you look at the reviews for uh, for the Marie Callender's location that's closest to me, the top-rated most helpful review is, when does the pie sale end this month? Oh, man. When does the pie sale end? I don't know. It's a review. Oh, no. you got to get yourself a, a sale pie. It's a... Uh innovative review to just be a question <laughs> about a pie sale and an unspecified month is there a star rating for this uh question that has no answer four <laughs> That's so, good. so they rated the question of when does the pie sale end the other users were like yeah that's pretty wait it's how much out of how many out of how five many five or ten out of f- out of five Okay, so they're like, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a good question. I respect this question. But it's apparently the most helpful review (laughs) (laughs) out of 614 reviews. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, I guess I see why, because the one right underneath it reads, I ordered Frisco Burger. Works. (laughs) So (laughs) the burger works? Maybe with the works? Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's another question. Is it with the works or are they just proclaiming that the burger works? Yeah, all these that, reviews are just opening works. up more avenues of inquiry. They're not helping us solve anything. Well, now that's, that uh, iTunes has re-kajiggered their podcasting system altogether, mm-hmm. it's probably not even useful to ask for reviews. But this would be the perfect time to review our podcast and say, when does this pie sale end? <laughs> Or talk yeah, about which I, uh, which burger you ordered. Yeah. yeah, has iTunes all has iTunes done like every other platform where they like picked a date and they decided that if you were popular on that date, you were all anybody was ever going to hear forever. But if you weren't, no one would ever experience or see any of your content. Have they I done that? That's now? correct. I believe that is correct. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure that uh, I was more talking about their weird like podcast. We don't have time to get into this. Also, that's not the sort of podcast we are. We're not talking about facts here. Yeah. Ugh. Or caring about them in any Gross. way. Yeah. Just uh, everyone go out and buy Dawn dish <laughs> right. uh, soap. Thank you. <laughs> get yourself some Marie Callender's if available. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, Whichever chicken sandwich Steven said is good is good, and all of the other ones have Dawn dish soap in them, and that's not yeah. how you're supposed to use it. Right. Undecided. Charity. 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 We're undecided on the chicken sandwiches, but remember, UNICEF charity. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.